0: Welcome to the Christian Wealth Podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth, and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this
1: episode with your host, Alex Cook. 963, catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth With Purpose. Good morning, Alex. How are you? I'm Ferrah Ross. Great to be back It's good to have you, but we've got some tough teachings J- Jesus gave us about money today <laughs> and yeah. uh, yes uh, he uh, he did talk about it, and uh, we can't ignore it uh now first question first came off the rank. how much did Jesus talk about money?
0: Well, you know this is the thing that surprises people because they tend to think of Jesus you know'd oh, much more likely to talk about faith and prayer. Mm and all those kind of things and heaven and hell and, you know, but the Bible is pretty obvious that Jesus spoke, you know, most, well, the the most talked about topic was money. Mm -hmm. They estimate about 15% of his preaching, uh, 11 out of the 39 parables, Mm -hmm. and approximately between the Old and New Testaments, there's roughly 2,350 verses and, of course, it begs the question, why? Yes. You know, why would the Bible and why would Jesus have such an emphasis on money? Mm. And I think, really, the answer is quite simple, and that is that God knew that money would be a massive barrier to our relationship with him, mm. that it would often take people away from him. You know, they'd end up serving him. Uh, and, yeah, it would be a real barrier to faith. And, and I think, really, that's actually the first of the tough teachings, I think, mm. Is this idea um, that Jesus himself said in Matthew 6:24, and that is that you can't serve two masters. Either you're going to hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So really, the question here is, who are we going to serve? Mm. And Jesus makes it clear, you can't actually serve both. You've ultimately got to choose, you know, it's, and he uses strong language here. He's not mucking around. He's saying, love one and hate the other. That's yeah. you know, pretty it's serious.
1: It it's very strong. Yeah.
0: And when you think about it conceptually, service in a, in a biblical sense is an act of worship. So when we're serving God or serving money, it's really an act of worship. Who are we worshiping? Are we worshiping God or are we worshiping mm. money? Are we making an idol out of money? Which is really what he's warning us here and uh interestingly uh when you look at the word for money depending which version of the bible you look at in the new king king james version actually uses the word uh mammon for money rather than the word money and mammon can be defined as earthly goods property and riches mammon is the things of this world if you like that can divert our attention and love from God to the pleasures and comforts of earthly desires. Mm. Um, and whilst it can give you fleeting happiness, ultimately it is a deadly distraction, I think, for the salvation of our souls because it can take us, that, you know, it can take us away from God. Mm. So it is a tough teaching in the sense that um, you, you know, here we have to choose. Who are we going to serve? Are we going to serve God or money? What is the priority in our life? And in fact, if you take that same, uh, you know, chapter in Matthew, which is mm. Matthew 6, if you, if you rewind a little bit earlier, Jesus says, store up for tre- up for yourselves treasures, but treasures in heaven, not, yeah. not, not not here on earth. And so I think one of the challenges in Western culture is, um, is that we've really been impacted by money. Uh, and I look, I think it probably applies to all cultures in one sense, because, you know, that's a human nature issue. Um, but I think it's really flowing. coming to our churches, and we, we don't even realize just how affected we have become by this love of money, mm. and um, and it really is a, a real barrier to faith, and, uh, and that's why we need to really be cautious and, and and be honest with ourselves. Who are we really serving? You know, do we prioritize God over money? Mm. Do we really have eternity in, in our hearts? And so it's, um, it's a big challenge, right. um, but it's also a great opportunity too to make sure that we are getting our relationship with God uh, right and in priority order.
1: Exactly, and you use a, uh, a very poignant word there, discernment, and we'll be... we've dived into how much Jesus did speak about money. Fair amount. We may uh, not want to acknowledge that, but uh, he certainly did speak a lot about money in the Scriptures. Now, most Christians, whilst acknowledging their sin, would probably say they're serving God, not money. But, Alex, how can you tell?
0: Yeah, look, it's a, it's a tough one because I think ultimately money is a heart issue. And so, really, it's only God who knows our hearts. Um, but Jesus, in those passages before, you know, he's just warning us that money can become an idol, and God doesn't want competition. He wants mm-hmm. us to wholeheartedly surrender to Him, and that's a strange concept in in the Western world. Um, but we need to surrender our lives to Him and surrender everything we have to Him. Um, and so, I think answer the question more specifically though i think there are if you like a warning signs uh when we are serving money and not god and i think one of the first things is our priorities you know I often joke at people uh joke with people you know <laughs> look at your facebook page what do you what is it that you're posting are you posting mm. things of god or are you just posting your holidays now i'm not saying there's anything wrong with posting your holiday by the way i'm not trying to throw, throw stones at anyone yeah. it's merely just to say and it's a it's a personal issue. you know what are your priorities? Mm. And you know you know it was once said to me that your bank statement is like a theological document mm. because a bank statement, tells me what you believe it tells me what's important to you the way you spend your money Mm. it reflects what's actually important to you yeah the way we prioritize money what's important to us will be a sort of a warning sign i think probably the other thing that relates to that is our fears you know are we fearful of things when it comes to money are we fearful if we give money away you know we're going to lose it or we fearful of lack you know are are there all sorts of fears in our lives that reflect uh, that we're thinking too much about money and less about God and his amazing character and his amazing uh, provision. Um, Yeah, so as I say, how we behave with money and how we prioritise it, uh, really I think the warning signs here about uh, our priorities and whether or not we're actually serving God versus serving money. And, uh, you know, I think the, the challenge for us is that when we wake up every day, we want to be preoccupied. With building God's kingdom mm. rather than our careers. Now, there's nothing wrong, of course, with having a career because we can, you know, we can glorify God through our career. So the point is, we need to be preoccupied with the building of His kingdom, yeah. you know, and using our career as one of those those places. Likewise, you know, we've got to invest our time and energy in making disciples because that's that's what the Bible says is our calling. You know, for all of us, we're going to go and make disciples. Exactly, and of course. Financially, So more specifically, you know, we're going to act with obedience. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to live generously, help the poor and fund the Great Commission. Exactly. So that's an act of obedience. And then they're positive signs, if you like, that we are, in fact, serving God and prioritizing him and his kingdom.
1: Yeah, and you make a good point. I mean, as much as these are tough lessons, they are positive lessons, and uh, and that is the uh, the outworking of it. Uh, Alex, uh, there's more to come, isn't there? What is the second area of tough teaching?
0: Yeah, well, look, I think the 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 one I would draw people's attention to, because obviously there's actually quite a few, but uh, the second one I want to draw people's attention to is this idea of being accountable to God. Mm. Um, you know, we like to think of it money as ours, and we tend to think of now, we're only accountable to ourselves, but in reality, the biblical model is that the money that we have is actually God's, uh, and that we are His stewards. So we're to manage the money on His behalf. So ultimately, uh, we're called to be accountable. And, and really, probably the great stewardship passage in, in Scripture, and you know, there's a few, but the one I love is uh, it's called the Parable of the Gold Bags. Mm. Um, depending on which version you read, it's also called the Parable of the um, of the talents yeah. and said this is in matthew 25 and really it's a very simple story where the master goes away on a trip and he leaves different amounts of money to mm. each of his servants uh but he expects them to get a return on his money and of course he comes back uh, and when he does come back he he, he wants um, them to give him an account mm. of what they've done with it now two of them get a return in fact they double what they were given yeah. and they get rewarded for that yet one Hides the money and is thrown into darkness, you mm. know, is, is condemned, if you like. Yeah. Now, the important thing is, well, what does this really mean for us and what does it mean for us today? Well, I think the, the parable is pretty clear, and that is that really Jesus is the master, and we know that one day he is going to return, mm. uh, you know, or we or we pass into eternity, if that comes, whichever comes first, yeah. and everything that we've ever done will be frozen, and there'll be no opportunity to change it mm. or fix it. That'll be it. It'll be game over and we need to have multiplied what God has given us. You know, what has God put into our hands and have we been good stewards with it? Mm. And it says here, you know, we'll be rewarded or, you know, the opposite or punished according to what we've done. But it is a tough teaching. Um, I think it should inspire us though, in the sense that it's a privilege to have been given something by God in the first place, you know, to be, to share in his wealth that Mm. he's given us here on earth. Uh, and to use it uh, in ways that we get an eternal return on him. Now, this is not, of course, about investing in the stock market, doubling the money, and then giving it to the church. Mm. It's more about how are you using your time, your talents, and your treasures to glorify God, mm. to build His kingdom. How are you using those resources um, uh, to, um, you know, to to build things up for God? Mm. And, and of course, what it's telling us is we will hold, we will be held to account ultimately. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a good thing. It's a good thing because you'll be rewarded. If you've done the right thing, you're going to be rewarded. And yeah, that's exactly. something Christians should look forward to. You'll be rewarded in eternity uh, for these things.
1: Yeah, it's exactly right. Now, great message there. And uh, yeah, really does show why Jesus spoke so much about uh, money in his uh, time on earth and uh, in the in the scriptures. And uh, great message there, Alex. Uh, thank you so much uh, for that. And of course, if you uh, want to read more about that one, you can jump onto our SoundCloud 96.3 FM. But if our listeners want to get in touch with you, Alex, how can they do that? Yeah, jump on wealthwithpurpose.com.
0: That's our uh, website with lots of resources on there um, and lots of things that we can keep in touch with you about, sharing information and events and just biblical wisdom around money uh, to help you get on track and to, to glorify God with what you have. Fantastic. So, yeah, com is the place to go.
1: Fantastic. Well, that's great. Uh, you will be back next week talking Christmas appropriately because uh, that'll be it before Christmas when we, uh, when we get to next week. Alex, So thank you for your time today.
0: My pleasure. Great to be with you, Ross.